0: You're listening to Giraffe Kings Network.
1: Beep 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 dee, 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 dee. <clears throat> Oh wait, you're going first.
2: Yep. Our next guest is our gambling expert. She's the host of the Chicken Nuggets podcast and we bring her in anytime we need something to explain putting money on games because Charlotte, you and I were just, we're not quite there yet. Right. We're not, No, we're, we're,
1: we're working we're, on it, but everybody knows I can barely count. So the number yeah. stuff really confuses me. I'm thrilled that Jen is here to help us out.
2: We got you on here because today is I guess day two of in-season tournament. We're c- going to talk all about in-season tournament and how to bet on it. You hear that Charlotte, yeah. you got your notepad.
1: I, I do. I have I have a scrap piece of paper and a pen, mm-hmm. so I'm ready to go. Is. All
2: right. So <laughs> perfect. All, all the teams are divided into groups and the winner of each group plus two more wild cards make it to the knockout stage. So I guess the first question I would ask Jenna, is how do you bet the favorites of who's going to come out the groups?
3: And to be honest, it's a blatant, like obvious when you look at these groups, how weak the Eastern conference is compared (laughs) to the West. My goodness. In the three Eastern conference groups, easily you could pick the favorite coming out of those groups, just because there's teams that are peaking at the right time. um, And injuries, I think are definitely going to affect like the effectiveness of betting on this in-season tournament, just because we're at the beginning of the season. Unfortunately, teams like Deer and Fox, for example, and the Kings already with an injury in the first game of the in-season tournament could totally affect their ability to come out of that group. They're in one of the toughest groups with the Warriors in that group, as well as I think the Thunder and the Timberwolves. Maybe the toughest group in the entire tournament. So when you're thinking about betting favorites here, I would bet the East Coast team's favorites. You can still get plus money odds on a lot of the favorites because there are still three games left for each team to play so some of these teams have only had one game so far and some haven't had a team uh, had a game yet so yeah when you're thinking about betting the favorites i would stick with those teams that like the bucks the sixers those groups that are weaker um stay away from that warriors group there's too many too many dark horses in that group for me um the Nuggets have the Mavs kind of in second place in their group, uh, but they already beat the Mavs. So you mm-hmm. already know that if it came down to a tiebreaker, the Mavs are going to have to get in, in a wild card spot if it comes down to it, if the Nuggets end up winning the rest of their games, So when you're looking at it, I would just say specifically coming out of the groups, check out who is healthy right now. And um, that's going to be a big indicator. The group stage will end at the end of November, and then we'll kick into single elimination in the quarterfinals.
1: Jenna, can you explain plus money to me like I'm five? Like, can you, when you say you can still get plus money odds on teams, what, wh- how do, do I do that? Yes. So, anytime you see
3: plus odds, positive odds on a team, like plus 125, 128, I think the Lakers right now in their group are plus 230 to come out as the winner of that group. The Suns just ahead of them at plus 110. So basically, Charlotte plus one ten means you're getting a dollar and ten cents for every dollar that you're putting on that bet. So plus money, as in you're not sacrificing any of your bet. I think it will shift as you see teams lose uh, games. Obviously, odds will increase if teams continue to win their games. But once you get two games, if you if you win two out of the four games you have to win, and the last two people you have to play are the Spurs or. Um, I don't know, right. uh, the the Grizzlies, then you mm-hmm. probably are going to make it into this tournament, so into that next stage of the tournament.
2: So, Jenna, we talked about the favorites. What are the dark horses that you like to throw some money on?
3: Like I said, injuries, team chemistry right now. like Some teams, like the, uh, the Clippers, um, Milwaukee, we're seeing are struggling a little bit with team chemistry. I think it's really going to be about the timing and the, the health of these teams. The Sixers, I really like as like an overall favorite. They're playing really well right now. Apparently, there's no more ego in their locker room. I don't know if you guys <laughs> heard. Fringe playoff teams from last year. We're talking the Mavs, the Thunder, the Timberwolves, teams that have something to prove. Like they they're itching to get back into that competition of the first round where they got knocked out. I would say the Timberwolves are one of my favorite dark horses for this tournament.
1: Janet, can we bet on who's going to win it all yet? Or is, does that not, is that not possible? You can can already
3: take bets on who is going to win the entire tournament. The bucks are at the top of that list, um, which is pretty surprising to me just because I don't feel like they're entirely clicking on all cylinders. When we look at, playoffs in the nba you're thinking defensive rating offensive rating but when we're thinking about a a single elimination sort of style of a tournament we have to keep in mind like teams that don't turn the ball over uh teams that rebound teams that can get a stop and defend and i don't really see that in the Bucks right now i don't see them really protecting the basketball not turning it over and being able to defend we've seen a lot of weaknesses on the on the defensive side for them so it shocks me that they're still number one on this list to win the tournament for DraftKings. You can get them, I think, uh, plus 350 or something like that right now. So still pretty high up there. You also have the Nuggets that are up there as well as um, the Sixers and the Celtics.
2: So, Jenna, you mentioned Joel Embiid having something to prove. Is he your favorite to win tournament MVP or is there another name you see out there?
3: The smartest bet to put money on for MVP odds because it's plus 2,000 right now. But oh, hundred
2: bucks gets me $2,000 if I win, if he wins.
3: But his team is actually favored to come out of that group stage. It's very interesting. If you yeah. look at the odds of who's favored to win the MVP, it doesn't exactly correlate with who's favored to come out of the group stage. They have Luka Doncic way high on the MVP option for odds on him. But if you look at his group, it's going to be tough for him to come out of it unless he can clinch one of those wildcard spots. But my long shot MVP and my favorite at the best odds, plus 4,000. Aunt Edwards.
2: Oh, Anthony it's really Edwards. good. Yeah. All right. Enough about big picture stuff, Jenna. We got games happening tonight. Tournament games. What, as you look through the lines, which ones jump out at you as this is something you put money on?
3: Definitely the Sixers spread tonight against Detroit the Pistons have barely been able to eke out any wins, although they did have keep it pretty close against the Bucks, which again is a reason why I'm doubting the Bucks right now in their continuity. But I really like the Sixers minus seven and a half. Um, you also have a couple of really, really terrible matchups, like uh, Memphis versus the Jazz. Like you could totally make a great parlay on a game like that. Um, but like I said, I like Anthony Edwards as the MVP. He's been showcasing his talent all over this season already, and the Timberwolves are on a mission. So minus five and a half against the
1: Spurs, and Edwards feels like he's he's got something to prove right now. He feels like, it feels like he's trying really hard, like he really wants it. I might, maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll learn how to bet and and take your advice, Jenna. Who's to say?
3: Yeah, sprinkle a dollar on four thousand odds. Why hey, not? you're so. Still- <laughs> Here, You're still walking away with money,
2: <laughs> and and you can get all the action on the DraftKings sports book. Go ahead and check it out. Check out those lines. If it's legal in your area, man, go ahead. Like like Jenna said, put a couple bucks on it. And I'm not saying put bet, bet your mortgage, but you know, just a little bit. See what couple happens. Coins. Live a little bit. Yeah. All
1: right. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I went on a field trip the other day.
2: You Love doing those.
1: I do. I love being in the field amongst the people. Uh, I would like to take you with me. I think you might be a little surprised at where I went, but some of you watching already know. We're a few weeks into the NBA season, but I still have some lingering questions about how this is all going to go. Are people going to get along? What's the deal? So I did what any good sports journalist does. I went to see a psychic in Times Square. If sports media is all about predicting stuff, then who better to help me out? Sharon, thank you so much for meeting me. I have a few friends and like some family members that I'm just worried about. And I just wanted to come and ask you for, if we can do like a card reading or something to figure sure. out what's going to happen. I have this friend, Raymond, um, And he's he's worked at the same company for like a really long time. Very close with his coworkers. Well, some of them. He, he does like, a few. someone has had to leave because they didn't get along with him or he didn't get along with them. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole left, remember? Because Draymond punched him in the face? I didn't want to tell the psychic that and ruin her opinion of Draymond right off the bat, but oof. Um, But for the most part, like, his coworkers really love him and and they've won a bunch of awards, actually, for their work together. Um, And then they just hired this guy, Chris. And Draymond called me up and he was like, Charlotte, I'm really, I I don't know why we're doing this because I feel like we work so well together already and this Chris guy has been around at other companies for a while and everybody thinks he's sort of annoying. Um, And he even said, Draymond even said, he was like, Charlotte, if Chris wins awards, it's only going to be because of us. Like, we'll help him him do that. So I guess I just want to know, like, Will they ever get along? Like, can they work together? Or is Mm. this, like, is Chris going to get fired? Is Draymond going to get fired? Like, what do you think is going to happen?
0: I feel like um, in the start... Yeah, that's a card that says death on it. So... Yeah, that card came up. There could be jealousy in the start. Yeah? But I feel like eventually they'll learn to get along. Okay. Do you think they'll be successful together? These guys are both successful individually. Yeah. But I feel together, it will create a lot of a strong and a lot of uh, good energy. Yeah. But it's going to take some time on that. So but it's all about the timing. Are you connected to these guys? Uh, like through work. OK. This is a backwards card. OK. And show me a lot of confused energy between. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they, they're looking for advice. You think they are? Yes. Yeah. I can give them advice. I feel like they're, yeah, I have a friend named Steve who I think could give them more yeah. gu- Maybe more guidance than he's giving them right now. Yes and they feel like a lot of people are relying on them.
1: They are. So here I have a few pictures and I would just love if you could tell me what you see in the future for them or the energy you're picking up. Okay, this is my friend Chris and this is uh, my other friend Steph. Do you think they're gonna be successful together?
0: I see success for them, yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a strong positive yes on that one. Okay,
1: Strong. a strong positive. Look, I know the trade happened, Harden's not in the Sixers anymore, but I needed peace. I wanted to know if there was ever gonna be a day where Harden could have brotherly love in his heart again. This picture.
0: I did see some like confused energy between them. Yeah. They need to communicate more. Yes. Communication is key, but I feel like they're not, they're not doing that. No. No, they're not.
1: You think that they can repair their relationship? There's a chance that they will be back together in the
0: future? Yes. Okay. Seerie the connection. These two guys. For right now, I don't see hope. Hmm. Could be in the future, but it's, that's going to take some time. Time heals. Mm hmm. So I think they need to take a lot of time away from each other. For, yeah. Like years. Yeah. They're, they're really upset. He's like yeah. really upset I'm picking up a huh? Yeah. He is.
1: Time might heal, but I think it's going to take geological eras for Maury and Harden to be pals again. So. My friend Marcus, my best friend, <laughs> I loved him. Had a lot of fun together over the years. I've known him for like almost 10 years now. He recently, he got dumped. Oh. And his ex dumped him via text. Look, Marcus found out that the Celtics were trading him to Memphis because he read a Sean Sharani tweet and they didn't even call him before that. So I, that's why I said he got dumped by text. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing my best with these analogies here. And the problem is that I'm like really close with his ex and I've known his ex for even longer. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And I just wanna know, is Marcus gonna find love again? I feel like Marcus is very independent, but he does wear his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. Um, But I feel like love is definitely in the cards for him. Can see like this card showing me. Oh yeah, yeah. But I feel like he's very disappointed of what happened. Yeah. Yeah and he feels like he wasted some time. But I feel like new doors are gonna be open for him. And it's gonna be good for him. I hope so. But he needs to have more confidence in himself. I feel that's dropped his confidence a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be in uh,
1: February, I think. That they're gonna have to see each other at a function. She's gonna move on quickly though.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good for her. Yeah. What is that one, Three of Swords? It has swords going through her heart? Yes, so this is like, they're both going in different directions. Wow. Um, but like you said, they're gonna see each other again, so I feel like that's gonna bring something back. Did they come to you for her advice, one of them?
1: Yeah, the ex. I've given her a lot of advice. Uh, just a reminder, in this weird metaphor that I've concocted, she is the Celtics. Um, okay. I don't know if she's like listened, um, but I've definitely- Yeah, I feel like
0: she is very dis- very self-controlled and she don't like people telling her what to
1: do no she doesn't all right well i'm still i'm rooting i'm i hope they both find love again i really do i actually have to tell you something these aren't really my friends these are nba players
0: oh really
1: yeah and i just wanted to get you know without any bias of the names or the of the teams or you that you might know i wanted to get just a clean idea of the energy surrounding the situations which Mm -hmm. you gave me Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy. For the team or player that just can't get it together, Plus, a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make six trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery
2: Plus. You ever need a shot of caffeine for your soul? You've come to the right place. That's right. It's hype me up there it is we're each given a name of a team or a person or an entity and we have to come up with the most inspirational hype up speech for them possible charlotte are you ready to play
1: i am ready i'm excited today i'm ready i feel like i feel like i have my a hype me up game and now that i've said that i'm probably gonna fall flat on my face but i'm ready to go
2: the dylan brooks is weak in you yeah, you, you gotta. I prefer
1: to. I prefer to set the bar really low and is... then impress people, as opposed to be like, "I'm gonna ruin your life," and then <laughs> fail to do so. Anyway, Charlotte, yes,
2: are you ready to play? Extremely. Okay, here's your first name, mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hmm. Giannis received a his second technical after be uh, after He's... dunking in the third quarter against the Pistons and got ejected as a result. You have to hype up Giannis.
1: Giannis. Be honest, be honest, be honest. Some people might say that what you did was silly. First of all, you were upset with a call at the end of the first half and you swore at the ref. Uh, profanity. Maybe not the smartest move. I get it. He did the moment. Love that competitive spirit from you. And then uh, you dunk and you do the too small. He, mm-hmm. he walked around and he was like, and and immediately, like I think he I think he did this for maybe point five seconds and the ref was like nope out Giannis you're such a threat that the refs are like nope we're gonna keep parody in this game we're gonna get you out of there as quickly as we can also this is sort of garbage because Steph's always doing the like go to sleep or like rocking the baby it was
2: mind blown when he crossed up Dylan Brooks he literally ran back yeah 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 And that's not
1: taunting? Okay, Okay. like there's something unfair going on here, Giannis, and I want you to use that to fuel you. But most importantly, you are crushing it, my dude. This is an early season, regular season game. You're swearing at a ref, you're taunting, you're out there playing your heart out. And then when you get ejected, you go sit courtside. You just sit down next to some fans like a pouty toddler trying to do a little bit of an obnoxious thing. Couldn't love it more. Keep it up. Uh, it's going to take you far this season, my dude.
2: I would have blamed xenophobia, but that's just me.
1: Oh, well, you're also Greek. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> uh, you have to hype up James Harden because you know that fans are going to continue to chant Daryl Morey yeah. at him when he's at the free throw line. Yes. Did you hear that
2: Oh, it was loud. I, like, I, I can only assume it, it got picked up on the broadcast because it was super loud. Fans boot every time he touched the ball. Jimbo. Listen to me. People are going to yell that because they think it's getting under your skin. What they don't know is you don't care. Who cares? Moore, what did Daryl Morey do? Daryl Moore tried to play tough, and then he traded me where? Exactly where I wanted to go. I'm James Harden. James, you need to like start a seminar or something for all-star players. Hey, do you not like where you are? Do you want to be somewhere else specific? Come to the James Harden seminar. I'll show you how to get it done. What's the cost? Oh, some fans are chanting Daryl Morey's name at me. Oh, my God. A, what, who cares, man? You're getting paid. You live in L.A., where you're from, and you're playing with your boys. What's grander than that?
1: Seems pretty good. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. Okay, I'm ready.
2: All right. Charlotte, mm-hmm. your name is Jamal Murray. Okay. We learned is going to be out likely for three to four weeks with a hamstring string.
1: Okay, so this was an issue a few months ago for him, uh, and Michael Malone, coach of the Nuggets, said that this was not a recurring... This was a direct result of a mm-hmm. play that happened against the Bulls on Saturday night. So, Jamal, I think it's better that it's not like, oh, you're reaggravating the same... It's like a very clear thing that happened because of something. It's not a mysterious, this is flaring up. Yep. So that's great. Um, also... early in the season Mm -hmm. it's early in the season you're gonna be out maybe a month it's a hamstring strain i know that still sucks not a tear and honestly it's it's a good chance to rest reset eat well sleep a lot take a second when you come back you are going to be so much fresher than everybody else and that's going to continue months into the season so you're going to be fine my dude
2: very reassuring from charlotte wilder wasn't it's just a strain (laughs) just a
1: strain I strain my back, like, all the time.
2: My back is... I'm just... also
1: not in the National Basketball
2: Association. No, but you're close.
1: I'm as close as I can get, really. There you go. Girls wilder. <laughs> okay. Amin, are you ready? Sure. You have to hype up the Memphis Grizzlies, who are now 1-7 after they lost to the Miami Heat. <sighs> they play the Jazz on Friday in mm-hmm. the in-season tournament.
2: Yeah. Memphis, <laughs> Memphis, Memphis. Okay. So, first of all, we got to address the elephant in the room.
1: Is it is the elephant's name Jaw?
2: No, oh. I was actually an actual elephant in the room. Oh, area. no, uh, it's been there the whole time, <laughs> yeah, well, sipping tea while it's at it. Look, so here's the deal. So Ja hasn't been playing, and this is r- what we knew. Twenty five games. It's not going to be easy. In the past, when Jaw's been hurt or suspended or whatever, they've had Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones, the best was I think the best backup point guard in the NBA. Now I guess he starts in Washington, but. Like, this was a guy who could come in and play starter caliber minutes and keep the chip afloat, and it was a nice insurance policy. Yep. But he traded him in the offseason to acquire Marcus Smart. Now, here's the deal. I think when Ja comes back, Marcus Smart is going to help Ja become a better player. Marcus okay. Smart and Derek Rose. But while he's gone, they are worse off. They would ra- I, w- I would have rather had Tyus Jones. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, I wish he could have had Tyus Jones right now, and then when Ja comes back... Then get Marcus Smart there. Right. But what I say this all to say, Memphis, is, look, it's going to be pretty bitter for you until December. But if you can just hold on, keep that ship afloat for a little bit longer, I think you're poised for a resurgence in the second half of the year. Also, hey, look at Desmond Bain going by leaps and bounds because of all the added responsibility he has. There's a glass half-full in every table Charlotte, and I think the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be just fine, fine, I tell you.
1: Fine, fine, fine. In the words of Wilson Phillips, hold on for one more day or month.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit longer than, than the day. Charlotte, you ready for your last one? I sure am. Bradley Beal mm-hmm. scored 13 points on 3 of 12 shooting on the field in his son's debut after missing the first seven games of the season with a back injury.
1: Brad, who cares? Could not matter less. You got the win. You played more minutes than you were supposed to. You your coach, Frank Vogel, said we are 1-0 with Bradley Beal. If that is not what you want to hear from your coach, then Bob's your uncle. Uh, truly, it doesn't matter. You're coming uncle back Bob? from an injury. Do you have an uncle, Bob? No. I don't either. Um, I have an uncle, Pete. Shout out Pete. Pete's your uncle. Yeah. Um, truly, though, you're coming off an injury, and you might not have had the best shooting night, but I think just the fact that you wanted to be in there... Is great, um, and you won. It's a, it's November,
2: isn't it? A win's a win. It's November. It is November.
1: Brad, I don't even need to hype you up because you don't need to be hyped up. You're not sad. That was great. You're gonna just get better. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bam at a bio. Okay. Because upon review, the NBA took away a rebound that denied the rare twenty rebound triple double.
2: Okay. Man, is some bull. <laughs> Bam, look. Me and you, we haven't always seen eye to eye. There was a whole Idris out of bio campaign that I ran. Mm. Those days are gone behind us. You have been consistent every game. You've been aggressive. You've been playing great. This is some bull. What nerd at the league office sat back and watched every single one of your rebounds? I don't know if that one should be a rebound. Shut up. They gave him a rebound. Just give him a rebound. It counts. Why are we doing this? Why are we second-guessing things? You know why? Why? Because they're afraid of Bam's excellence. That's why. (laughs) They're afraid of your excellence. That's right. I'm going to steal Charlotte's hype me up that she gave to Giannis and just repurpose it for you. They're scared because they know a world where the Miami Heat are dominant and doing historical things terrifies all those teams. You know what? It terrifies the small market teams because they're like, oh, everyone wants to go to Miami. It's not cold there. And it terrifies the big market teams because they're like, God damn it. They keep doing it right. They don't just throw money at problems and hope it goes away. So you represent a major threat to like literally the entire league. And that's why you guys got a target on your back. But guess what, Bam? You don't need that. Because down in Miami, down on 601 Biscayne Boulevard, you guys play for something a little bit grander than just stats. Is it the culture? Well, they don't play for the culture. The culture gets them to play for banners. That's what they do down there. Yeah. Yeah. By golly. Most successful team in the East the last four years.
1: Great job. Thank you. That was a really nice one.
2: I know. They're like, Bam's ready to go through a wall now.
1: We should get this to them.
2: Yeah. Just clip them, send
1: them to their agents, be like, can you show this to your client? Giannis is like, "Uh, who is this girl?
2: No, I'm sure he's just going to pretend like Victor Wimanyama. Like, I know who she is. Yeah.
1: Charlotte Wilder, Tom Brady, same tier. Thanks for watching. Can I, can I do a quick zone. disclaimer that everything Amin said was, uh, I didn't say that. Okay. Bye. Thanks for watching.
2: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery.